Hello, welcome back to the Millennial Music Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Andre Flood. I recorded, I don't know, maybe two or three different updates that I didn't post that I won't be posting because, well, they were short, they weren't as useful as I would like them to be. And so I want to just take this moment to give a much, I want to give a much larger update because I feel like I'm at a point now after doing a few different things, after looking at some data, et cetera, that I feel like I know what I need to do now. And it's just going to be a few months, however many months that is, of just grinding and doing the same thing over and over. We're at that point now. How do I know I'm at that point? What does that even mean? What led me here? We'll talk about that today. We'll talk about that today. So I don't remember when, what podcast this was that I said this. It might've even been the last one, who knows? But at some point, I'm going to say two weeks ago, two weeks and a day ago, I was just incredibly frustrated about how I had been treating myself in terms of my diet, in terms of exercise, in terms of the business, in terms of me not reflecting on the growth and how I can improve it. I was just fed up my lack of sleep. I was fed up with what I had been doing up until that point for 2023. And I said in that podcast that, you know what, I'm just going to change everything right now. And period, I'm going to change it all. I'm there's no atomic habits. Let's slowly build. No, just today I'm changing everything. And that's what I did. That's what I did. So since that time, my diet has been much, much better. You know, I'm eating much more healthy. Like I know I should be like, I, like I know makes me happy. It makes me feel good. In fact, this weekend, I even visited a friend in Philadelphia. I'm in New Jersey and it was the whole day in Philly, like 10 AM to 7 30 PM. And this is usually, even when I'm doing really well, I'm eating healthily. This is usually a day where I would just be, you know, a bit more loose, desserts, treats, all of that stuff. And I didn't, you know, and the important thing for me when doing these things, when making these life changes, for me, it's important to not make it a big thing for everyone around me. They say that, you know, you should let your loved ones know so that they understand and yada, yada. And that, yes, that's true too. But for me personally, I just like it better when I can make a change and no one around me needs to be affected. And so, you know, if my girlfriend has some ice cream and she's like, do you want some? I might, I might go, yeah, I'll buy, I'll buy one, but I'll buy a kitty size and I'll have half of it, you know, and doing things like that or take, oh, you want to try this? I'll go, yeah, I'll have a bite. She's having something that I wouldn't usually eat, but I'll have a bite or your friend or your friend says the same thing. Hey, you want to try a piece of this? Yeah, I'll have a piece. And to me, doing those small things when you're around other people, it's like, it stops the thing that you're working on for me, my health, for me, my business. It stops those things from taking over your life in an unhealthy way. And at the same time, it forces you to practice a bit of discipline because you have that one bite of ice cream and all of a sudden you go, oh my God, I want to buy everything off the menu. At least that's how I am. And so it really cements in my mind how powerful you are when you can make a major life change or several major life changes. 
You don't have to make a big fuss about it. You don't have to announce it to the world or make an Instagram post. You don't have to tell your girlfriend or boyfriend or husband or wife, oh my, I'm changing, whatever. You can just do it. You can start to see those results and you can still enjoy the rest of your life and not make anyone around you feel awkward because you're doing something unique. So I'm very proud of how that's been going. So I went to Philly, you know, did I eat salads all day? No, we had some pizza, we had some, you know, some egg sandwiches, but like there's a difference between going out, having an egg and cheese sandwich on rye toast versus going out and having pancakes with a side of hash browns and, you know, and a milkshake. You get the idea. And then we had pizza. I had a slice of pizza for lunch. I had two slices for dinner. There's a difference between having three slices of pizza in a day for your lunch and dinner versus having, you know, two slices of pizzas both time, both time with pepperoni toppings, both time with a side of garlic nuts, etc. So again, I'm, it's not some monk behavior, some perfect whatever, but again, in our hearts, we all always know what we should be doing. Now, could I have went to the pizza shop and ordered a side of grilled chicken breast? Sure. But the reason I didn't do that is solely because I don't, I know that in terms of my long-term health and your long-term health and all of this stuff, habits, having a slice of pizza instead of having a, 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 a container of grilled chicken is not going to change your life. It's not. If that slice of pizza is once every month. And so it's like, I, why would I go the extra mile to be annoying and to look weird and to make everyone else feel awkward? You know, if worse comes to worse, do an extra 20 minutes of cardio the next day. If you really want to be that anal about it. Anyway, we've been talking about diet too much. The other big thing is sleep and I still haven't fixed that. I've gotten better, but we're going to keep working on it. And this week is the week. Today is Monday. Today is we're implementing some new rules about sleep, you know, no phone after eight o'clock period, no scrolling, no nothing. Eight o'clock comes, phone is done. Lay down in bed. If you don't fall asleep, whatever, but get in bed eight o'clock, eight thirty. no phone after eight o'clock and, you know, et cetera. The reason I'm going to bed so early is because I can't control how many times I wake up in the middle of the night. And lately, for some reason, I'm in this cycle of waking up three, four, five times in the middle of the night. And sure, I can try to fix that and I will try to fix that. But the one thing I can guarantee myself is that if I go, if I lay in bed at eight o'clock, 8.30, even if I wake up five times, I will have enough sleep by 5 a.m. To, to be a normal human and to do my productivity stuff. Now, the other thing that I changed and that I implemented that was super important was I launched a Patreon and you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to stop right now. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep talking to you, but I need to go and see if I upload. I'm going to see what my last upload was because I want to make sure I'm telling you the right stuff. Yeah. So the last update I gave you, I actually didn't even know about the Patreon. So let's talk about that. I launched a Patreon and, um, I, I, it isn't doing great. Okay. It isn't doing great. You know what? I'm not even going to edit any of this. I did record a Patreon discussion. I'm going to upload that first and then I'll upload this one you're listening to right now. Yes, we're just doing this in real time. No edits, whatever. So let's just get to the point. 
let's just get to the point here. The d- title of today's podcast. I'm at a point right now in terms of my health. I know what to eat. I know how to exercise. I know how to sleep. I know what time to go to bed. In terms of the business, I know what I know how to make gear review videos. I have all of the guitars and all of the connections that I need for all of 2023 to, to fill my entire Friday catalog for from now, from April right now until December. I have everything that I need. In terms of my ability to play guitar and teach guitar, I'd have everything that I need in terms of skill. In terms of how YouTube works, I understand enough right now to understand what I need to do. And you're going to get to a point in your business when you go, okay, I see what needs to be done. It's like you walk into your basement and it's disgusting and it's unorganized. You're like, you know what? This basement is a mess. I don't need someone to teach me how to throw things out that I don't need and how to sweep and how to mop and how to organize stuff. I know what to do. I just need to go in that basement and just start working. And it might take a weekend. It might take two, three weekends. But there's nothing holding me back from making this change right now because I know what I need to do. And that's where I am with the business. And, I, and I'm saying that because yesterday, yesterday, Sunday, was the first guitar lesson that I released in months. And the way YouTube works is when you release a new video, it'll tell you that video's performance out of 10 out of 10 of your last videos. It'll tell you that video's performance in relation to your 10 last videos up until that moment. So there's a stat. Um, essentially, it's like golf. If your video is one of 10, that means it's per, it's the best. 10 of 10 is the worst. And so the whole goal is that, and, and this thing, and this updates in real time. So for example, let's say you upload a video and two hours have passed by since your upload. YouTube will tell you, okay, when I compare this video to your last 10 videos and how they did within the first two hours, this is how this one ranks. And it'll do that. It keeps a tally of that forever. So after three days, it'll say, okay, after three days, your other videos were at this, were like this, your video, this video is like this, which pushed it at this level of ranking in terms of how your video's performance is. And that to me is a stat that I can use to understand a lot about my channel. It tells me what people are interested in. It tells me what my viewers want to see. But there's two important ways to look at this stat. It's it's number one, what your viewers want to see, but it also tells you who your viewers are. Because there's someone on YouTube who wants to see whatever video you post, but YouTube hasn't shown that video to those people because YouTube doesn't know. This is what I mean. I posted a guitar review uh, I posted uh, my my lesson. It scored a nine out of ten. The only video that performed worse was a different podcast that I released that had that had to do with the ethics of YouTube reviews and stuff like that. That was my worst release. So out of all of my ten videos that I've done, the guitar lesson is only is basically out of all of my normal videos. The guitar lesson is the, has performed essentially the worst 
And that tells me that my viewers don't care about guitar lessons, my normal viewers. It tells me that my normal, my normal viewers don't associate me as a guitar teacher. They associate me as a guitar reviewer. And it also tells me that YouTube doesn't know who this video should be for because it's not for my normal viewers. And that might have been hard to follow. I'll give you another example here to really break this down. And again, this is going to lead into what I need to do. So if you can imagine right now, okay, imagine you have a YouTube channel and you do car reviews and you also do driving lessons and you did a thousand, you did a hundred videos that were all car reviews and they all do well. And then you post a driving lesson, beginner's driving lesson. And you realize, and you see that, that that video does really, really bad. Almost no one watches it. Well, that tells you that everyone who watches your channel probably knows how to drive or they don't care about learning how to drive. They care about learning about cars. They care about car reviews. But there is someone who is going to search YouTube for how to drive a car. Beginner guitar, beginner, uh, beginner car lessons. Someone is going to search for that. There is someone, probably thousands, tens, maybe even hundreds of thousands of people every day who search for someone to teach them how to drive a car. But YouTube doesn't know that you're that person. YouTube knows that you are the guitar, the geez, the car review person. Now, the way YouTube works is that it goes out and it searches for the audience for you. And it can take a long time for this to happen. But this is why channels take a while to grow, even if they're doing good. Like if you take a channel that is good and they all the things are covered, the camera is good, the audio is good, the person knows how to make videos, the thumbnail is good, all of that stuff. It still takes a while to grow an audience because YouTube is searching for the people. And it usually happens where... It searches for a while, almost nothing happens, and all of a sudden a lot happens, a big jump happens, and then, a different, and, then, and then another big jump happens. And those big jumps happen when essentially YouTube finds the right audience, and then it knows, oh, okay, this people, these people, so it'll be like, okay, Andre likes guitar lessons. Bob and Jerry like things that are similar to Andre. And Bob liked this guitar lesson video. Let me show it to Bob and Jerry. And then YouTube goes, oh, Bob and Jerry both like this. I was right. They all like the same thing. And they watch the video. And then it goes, okay, well, Bob likes this. Well, then it goes, okay, we'll look at Bob. Sally, May, and June all like what Bob likes. Let me show it to them. And then two of them like it and so on and so forth. So YouTube just spreads out and tries to find people in that way. So the fact that the video didn't do well, it tells me a few things. It tells me again that my channel viewers don't care. And it tells me that I need to make sure that YouTube learns who I am. And it's a two-part thing. It's a part rebranding for me because I've, I've, I've pigeonholed myself into a guitar reviewer instead of a guitar teacher. So there's a rebrand on my part. I need to change the way that the guitar community sees me. And it's just 15,000 people. I have 14,400 subscribers. So... There are always going to be people who don't watch my, my watch my videos. I need to rebrand in a way that keeps my audience happy, but still brings in people who I care about uh, talking to. 
And this is super important because the Patreon has six people after two weeks, or after a week and a half, two weeks, whatever, six people. Which means that my current audience, and I can, and by my course sales, I can tell you the same thing. They're not very good. Which tells me that my current audience likes my videos, but they're not the ones who are going to help me with my career. They're not going to buy stuff, which is fine. They can still watch the free stuff, but I need to find the people who appreciate me on a level that are also want to purchase more time with me, however that may be. Patreon, lessons, whatever. And so... I said I need to just sit down and do stuff. I need to work, and that's what I need to do. I need to sit down. I have all of I have a long list of guitar lessons to make. I have a long list of guitar lessons to make. I have the strategy for how to release them. I need to just sit down and release them week after week after week after week after week, and they're not going to do well. They're not going to do well at first, but eventually one will do well. And when that one video does well, YouTube will go, aha, I found the people for Andre. I found the people who would like to watch these types of videos. And when that happens, I'll start to gain momentum from the guitar lesson viewership. And, the, and I'll continue my momentum with the guitar reviews, guitar gear viewership. And... This can be very frustrating for a lot of people because when you see a video does really bad and you know how to do, make videos that do, will do well, the tendency is just to skip the videos that are going to do bad. That's the tendency. And that's even what I did for the last few months. But we have to remember there's more than one metric for things. If I have a video that does bad, but it brings in 10 clients, but it only gets a thousand views versus a hundred thousand views that brought in no clients, you can see all you want that one video did bad, but that video that did bad did good for a lot of other reasons. So it's not just the views. It's not just the amount of views. It's also the quality of the view of each view. If that makes sense. And so the next few months, six, I don't know how many months is going, I don't know how many months is going to take, but I, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, I have the guitars to review. I'll keep doing that. But now I also have the lessons that I know what I have to do. I need to sit down and pump out these lessons. Lesson after lesson after lesson, I just have to pump them out. And that is going to be the thing that starts to move this channel forward in the way that I need. Well, that's going to be the thing that starts to move this channel forward financially, which is important. I love everyone who uses the channel and supports it. I love it. It's great. But I'm not at a point where I can survive on just people enjoying my videos. I can't afford it. I can't afford it. It's too expensive and the return on investment is essentially zero. And so I got the momentum now on the diet. I got the momentum on the exercise. In fact, I'm going to go to the gym right now. I feel motivated. I'm going to go to the gym right now. I have a lot of things to do at work, but that's okay. I'm going to get frustrated when I'm sitting down and making these mistakes recording videos. That's okay. I'm going to see videos perform poorly. That's okay. Okay. 
And the strategy is this. Every week, we're releasing one video for gear, one video for a lesson every single week. So we're gonna we're jumping to eight videos a month. And there might be some weeks when I release another video on for the podcast when it, when it makes sense. And I might do that even this week. And we're just going to go ahead and chug along with these different things. And I have some other ideas, you know, to see if I can integrate the idea of lessons within reviews. We're going to work on that as well. But the plan is very simple. The plan is very simple now. I have the I have the Patreon. If that can continue to grow, that will be great. But I have to look for the audience. I have to do the work. You have to do the work as well. You know, I'm always saying I, I, me, but this applies to, I mean, of course this applies to you. Because if you have a business, at some point you get to this point. You get to the point where you're at a stage where you know exactly what to do. And the only thing stopping you from reaching your goal. Yes, your camera is going to break. Yes, your hard drive is going to crash. Yes, you're going to perhaps trip and fall and sprain your ankle and you're going to be limping around. That's going to make things harder. Yes, your cousin is going to get sick. Yes, one of your friends might die. Yes, you might adopt adopt a puppy and it might take up more of your time. But at the end of the day, you have to continue to move forward with those things that you know are moving your business forward. And I can talk about this forever. You know, I I could really, I could sit here for another 40 minutes and just talk about how important this is and why I need to do it. But you get the idea. I might even be less, I might even be less frequent now on this podcast because there's going to be very few interesting things to talk about. I think, I hope. Because again, I have one thing. Well, I don't have one thing, but I have something that I know I need to do. I don't need to eat healthily anymore. Well, I need to do it, but that's not the front of my mind. So I'm crossing off eating healthy off the list, not because I'm not eating healthy, but because I'm already doing it and I don't need to, I don't need to add attention to eating healthy. It's already a thing that I'm doing done, done. I don't have to think about, um, what else going to the gym? I'm going to go. I know when I'm going to go. I know how to go exercise. I know what to do done. That is off the list of things to think about. It's just gone. How to how does YouTube growth work? What's the best way to how to blank blank? How to do re, none of that? What software do you none of it? How to make a thumbnail? None of it. I don't need any of that stuff. It will be tempting to sit down. And say to myself, okay, I need to now spend 20 hours researching the best way to to transition to YouTube. No. Sit down. Do the work. Do the work that you know is going to push things forward. One gear review a week. One lesson a week. That's our new minimum. We were going at four videos a month. Four to six we were doing before. 
we're jumping to eight. We did eight last week. Sorry, we did two last week. We're doing two this week. And until I see a reason to slow down, this is what we're going to do and this is what needs to be done. And that the, I should also say that I have been spending a lot of time doing other things that I don't need to do. You know, maybe I don't even need to do the podcast. We'll see how that goes. But spending time on the website, thinking about fonts and colors and changing the email list. I, I know what I'm doing. Oh, 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 Jesus. I forgot one other thing. So I also have a newsletter and I have subscribers on my email list. And people in business always say that entrepreneurship, you got to make an email list. That's going to be the thing, like yada, yada. But let me tell you, my email list is dead. It's not very good. I have 700 odd people. But the conversion on my email list is almost nothing. I sent out an email list about the Patreon. One person, maybe two people subscribed to the Patreon from the email list. So the conversion is not great. But And it's my fault partly. I haven't been talking to my email list very often. So I'm going to go back and then start releasing at least two emails a month. We're going to do one at the end of the month, always. Or we'll say on the first of the month. And then we'll do one in the middle of the month. And I think that doing that, having those two emails a month is going to make it so that I'm not even sure if it's going to be two. Maybe it's going to be one. I'm afraid of the idea of one because I feel like that might not be enough. But if not one, then two, but not weekly. Because I want my emails to read. I want I want people to see my emails and them to feel like an event when my email comes. You know, so we're going to do that as well. So we have the we have the once or twice a month email list. That's going to be a big update. YouTube stuff. I'm sorry. That's going to be lessons, information. It's going to be beautiful. That's my my goal is to make it very pretty, very attractive, very interesting. Once, maybe twice a month. One lesson a week. One gear review a week, and then of course I have the weekly podcast as well. Not this podcast, but the podcast where I do other... Listen. Listen. They're saying that's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. We're talking about four podcasts, eight videos, one to two emails. If you're in the content creation world, you know that's a lot of stuff to do. But listen... Not all of us are lucky enough to have that video that goes viral, that changes everything. And by viral, I mean 1.5 million viral, not 120,000 viral. We all don't get that lucky. And for those of us who don't get lucky in that way, this is what we have to do. We have to sit down and make, and do the, you have to just make more of it. Now, I'm not saying you have to be that guy who releases a, 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 a video every day. Or a video every other day. People do that too. And if you can handle that, then maybe that's the right strategy for your audience. But in fact, people are doing two or three videos a day now in the fitness in the fitness niche. People do two, three videos a day. I'm not saying we need to jump that far. But two a week, yeah, you can do that. We can do that. So we're going to start doing this this week. Well, we started it last week, but we're going to continue it this week. I have the data that shows that this bit, that this one guitar lesson didn't do well, but that's okay. Because eventually it'll all fall back into place. By the way, I'm Andre Flood. I'll talk to you soon.